What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Probably Off Topic. Today, the NBA trade deadline's heating up. We've got Super Bowl wrap-up, and we've got an interview with Isaiah Brockington and Sam Sessoms from Penn State Basketball. So let's get into this. I had something on my mind, so I, I, I got it off my, my chest. I want to get some workouts and work Hey, Greg, why don't you go piss your pants again? People don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got to earn respect. Just putting this understood on my graves. Uh-huh. I heard that. I didn't hear that, but I just heard that. Are you not entertained? Everybody says, who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. I think I just said that. My speaker friends. Teammates, coaches, friends. The show had just begun. A little less conversation, a little more action, please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more fight, a little less fun. A little less fight, a little more spark. Close your mouth and open up your heart. All right, Pat. What's up? What's how? How's it going? What's up, dog? Dynamic duo. We're here. We're we ready doing? to go. Second, second time around. Now that we're back as the two of us, just the gruesome the two twosome. The gruesome twosome. I'm all stuffed up. I'm yeah, sorry. This if I is sound the, uh, a little nasally. <laughs> apologize in advance for any sneezes or mouth breathing that Pat yeah, does throughout Colin the episode. Colin has um very. If you if I was to go into my weather app right now, it would say unhealthy air quality. <laughs> That's that's false. If you looked around this room, look, we even have bamboo right here. That's purifying the air. See the dust. It's purifying the air. Um, all right. But well, we got tissues here for Pat to, for any time that he needs them. Uh, we, will, <laughs> we will we will prevail though. Pat, you got some history for me? I hope hope you yeah. can get through it. Yeah, we'll we'll jump right into it. Um, so it's for February tenth, as you know, that is today. Um so we are going to start with 1946, which famous Italian mobster got deported to Italy on this day in 1946? Was it Al Capone, Lucky Luciano, or Tony Soprano? <laughs> uh, Al Capone. Really? No. no. Luciano. 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 Yeah. Um, do you know what he's famous for? Nope. He is the one. So it's like the five families. That's like the Italian mafia. Yeah, yeah. And it's like all New York. I think some of it, uh, some of it trickles, trickles in, Jersey. in North Jersey. He's the one that kind of. So there was a bunch of beef in like the Roaring Twenties into the Thirties, dating back from the past. He kind of assassinated this guy, and then assassinated another guy, and then was like, "Look, I'm top dog now, and this is how we're gonna do things." And they did like this. It was called like the Commission, and that, and that he's. He's kind of the one who instilled like for that. like how the the way they changed in doing like business and the way they did crime in like a very organized matter. Ah. Uh, so he's the him. founder of organized crime, some say. Yes, that's exactly what he is. All yeah, right. he's maybe I didn't know the that somewhere somewhere in the back yeah. of my files. Um, yeah, I don't think Capone got uh deported. I yeah, think I was he saying that. I watched like a, the movie and he just died here so like an std or something he died he was a disgusting man. yeah i didn't like, see that movie but he looked it was like uh, the it was an absolutely terrible he movie. looked like the penguin yeah from he, Batman. Was, he was gross by the end of it he looked all crusty but tom hardy's in it so i had to watch it was it, it wasn't good terrible. i did like learn of that movie recently and i didn't i was like, not yeah. good it, it, was it was one a, of those ones that like got hyped up before you know the pandemic and such and that not nah, i shouldn't it, say uh, hyped up. it was gonna get released on streaming at the end services. of his life which i didn't find too interesting yeah it was when he got gross it. and sad and, you know what it kind of reminded me of just in like what you said like the hype of it more what? than uh that ted bundy movie 
with like Zac Efron. Oh, yes. It was yeah. like, you didn't it was get like got really, it was one of the first ones on a streaming service yeah. that got like a lot of buzz. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way about that. He was good. Same, like he was, yeah, he was fine. Same man. thing with Tom Hardy. Like he was just a good like, composer, wasn't but the action I wanted. Yeah, didn't need that. I wanted to see him driving some like cool cars and shooting people with Tommy guns and yeah, such. I agree. Yeah. All right, number yeah. two. Um, okay. And how should I, how should I word this? In 1961, the AFL's LA Chargers moved to what city? San Diego. Yes. <laughs> I was like, LA Chargers, they're the LA Chargers now. <laughs> but I just found it interesting that they started in LA just, to, back. Be, just to come back. What just was the full point? circle? What was the point of even getting? Sure, there was some sort of money involved, and there was an issue of taxes or stadiums or something along yeah i'm sure that actually played like the two biggest factors yeah absolutely interesting that 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 that, that's what happened (laughs) full circle i love when people still like nonchalantly that's like call like especially like sports reporters and people just nonchalantly call them the san diego chargers still I've always felt that about OKC. Like, I always think OKC is just going to one day just be like, don't you think we'd make more money if we were back in Seattle? In like, Seattle. more people want us to be there. They like, do have a good fan base, though. Of course, but don't you think that fan base would still uh, – like, yeah. that would be their strategy. Like, let's just go back and we'll have two fan bases now. Yeah. <laughs> I've always Thunder. thought that about OKC. I'm like, when are they just going to go back? Because – They've went there, and then ever since then, there's been a campaign every year like, we need Seattle Supersonics back. <laughs> but wasn't OKC, like, like remember when, like, the Hornets, the Bobcats? Yeah, the Charlotte, the, the whole shift around? Yeah. I don't know if that – I don't think those two things, like, correlated because, I mean, the Sonics – Oh, no, it didn't. It was just like – OKC, but it was during the same It time. was when the – the Hornets played in OKC because of Katrina. Yes. That's what made there you me go. Like that. Okay. That's where the mix up was. Chris Paul. That's why Chris, Chris Paul, Paul had like a connection to OKC. Right. And that was like cool for him to go back there. Okay. Look at that. If you didn't know that, you're learning things yeah. today. All right. Let's go. Three. Number three. Um, LSU's Pistol Pete Maravich in 1969 had how many points in 100 to 90, 101 to 94 loss? Did he have 52 points, 66, or 70? 50. And, and, and they had 94 points? Yes. 54, 66, or 70? 52, 66, 52, 70. 52, uh, 66, or 70? 66, or 70. Uh, I'm going to say... 40-minute game. 40 no three-pointers. No three-pointers, 66. Yeah. Because even number just made sense. But yeah, I know they all were even numbers. Yeah, sixty-six is like super even. It's a very even number. There's um, no odd number involved in that. Crazy number. dude. Factor in a couple three pointers, and that's like. Do you think he would have shot? He shot underhand from the foul line, right? I don't. Oh no, no, Pistol no, Pete. No, I'm yeah, thinking no. of Rick Barry. Yeah, yeah, Rick Barry. Yeah, no, Pistol son, Pete was different. He, um, Pistol Pete did the the weird uh the the like the sideways cool passes, passes and yeah. The dribbles. <laughs> yeah, he was incredible. Um. 66 points is crazy. They easily that's, with a couple threes, that's um, that's possibly beats Kobe's 81. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit, definitely. And the way they call fouls now, he probably would have beat nah, he, he would have hit 15 threes, but whatever. <laughs> easily could have been over 70 points. Let's talk about this, though, because I actually saw that I don't have this written down, but we do have some NBA stuff to talk about. So perfect transition into that. Um, did I just go two for three? Yeah, big, big, big be, for the average, big for the overall average. Um, so KG actually, Kevin Garnett made a 
comment saying basically players back in the day would not be able to keep up with the guys today. And like, I think it's the shooting. I think it's the shooting, but I also think it's just every, it's all sports in general. Like the athleticism of everyone is, is better. Everyone's stronger. Everyone's better trained. Like all those things are a factor. And like the old heads that can't accept that are just silly to me. Like I'm, I love the KG said that because KG is a guy that played back then have the opposite opinion. Yeah. Cause he's so like hardcore and like, you know, like, Oh, they couldn't play defense with us. Yeah. Right. But like, he was also part of the (laughs) nineties and then also saw the, 2000s and he so even like, was like oh shit like, yeah like <laughs> i can't keep up if i i can't play till i'm 50 so like yeah. i don't know it is interesting to see um what do you do you agree though like that yeah i just think shooting was like, shooting is yeah shooting of course is the biggest thing and that's that's the other thing like that wasn't even like now factor. teams can shoot one through four we don't even know if like one Stockton through five sometimes could have made threes we don't even know because he just like that was never like a part of like the process of, of even like developing i mean obviously he was shooting threes but like Stockton was a bad example. I'm trying to think like farther back, like a point guard that, you know, that wasn't even something they considered. They were like, I'm here to pass the ball, steal the ball, keep the offense flowing. Me shoot a three. That's crazy. Uh-huh. But I'm glad KG said that. Um, let's talk about some no, other yeah, comments. I definitely agree with that. LeBron James early in the week. They had, I don't know who, I don't even know what the question he was asked, honestly, but he was basically just going on a rant saying about how he's not tired. And he was giving his like mid mid season LeBron, like I'm, doesn't matter how old I am. Like I'm still the man of this league. Uh-huh. I'm the king. Blah 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 blah. Said he doesn't doesn't get tired, but he like believes in sleep and yada yada yada. But then days later, he starts saying he doesn't have I the energy this. for the All Star game. He doesn't have he doesn't have the energy to play two <sighs> overtimes against Oklahoma City. It's like well, Oklahoma City, you shouldn't have. To play I think two if you go through against. the years, he's contradicted himself a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Contradictory king for sure. Uh-huh. Whether he's talking about staying in Cleveland or Miami or winning this or that, um, I did like his little beef with that woman, though. Oh yeah, on I the thought that lines, was funny. Sideline. That was like the only thing he's done in a while that I like. Was like he was he was going at her. T- I mean, he was going at the dude, guy. He was on ESPN the next day, and he was like, he was like, I thought it was her daughter. Like I thought I was dealing with a daughter and a father. <laughs> yeah, that, he was that like, guy was juiced. He up. was like, you know, but also the court. Like we're not drinking. You know, she she had a couple drinks. She's I was like, right, LeBron. LeBron, LeBron was drinking. He, he, you know, he drinks a glass of Pinot before he goes on the. Uh, actually, not Pinot. He's a red wine guy. I'm sure. He's low key an alcoholic. Low key an alcoholic. Uh, all right. So there's some trade. De- I mean, the trade deadline's approaching. The midway season's approaching. Uh, still no sign of the schedule. Second half of the season schedule. But D Rose is the first guy on the move. There's been a lot of rumors going around of different veterans, but D Rose is the first guy Back on the move. Back with Thibodeau. Back with Tommy Tibbs uh, in New York, They're which is cool. a playoff push. They're making, and that's the thing. They're making a playoff push. He's going to go right into that starting lineup. Um, but is I think he? It's, yeah, he should. Alfred Payton is pretty uh, garbage. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had been fantasy a couple weeks ago, and he was fine. I, I, like, I'd like to know who you think is going to start over Alfred. No, no. Alfred Payton is going to be the. Come nope. on now, Derek Rose is going to be like the sixth man. He I'm like telling his, you, he's going to start. They're going to bring role. quickly off the bench because they love quickly. They like quickly. Yeah. And I think Austin Rivers is kind of just like going to be there. I think Peyton might get moved, honestly. I get how Doc was like, Austin, you need to go like get a bag and go do your own thing and stuff. But like, I don't know if New York was like a great move for him. He went to a place where they had like five point guards on the roster. Like a, million, a million like shitty <laughs> yeah. average guards. Like Frank Milikino, I think, is still there. They have that's, so that's many insane. G League type guards. Yeah, crazy. But uh, I like this for D Rose and I like this for the Knicks. Knicks the Knicks obviously are get him back in lives. a big city. Besides the years of Melo being there, they're always been the laughing stock, the joke of the NBA of just like making fun of them for not getting the top pick or messing up their pick or not getting the right guy for agency or whatever. But 
this is like a little subtle move for a team that, like you're saying, is going to make a playoff push in the East. They're Julius Randle. Better be a fucking all six dude. The 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 six seven eight seeds like wide open. It's gonna be fun. And they don't even know who they're playing in the second. I like that boggles it's my like mind. a bunch of shit teams. Yeah, but it's gonna Just be like fun. Battle of the Vale. That's what I like. I'm totally okay with top heavy because then you get to see, like, I hope the Hornets make it, man. Lamelo has looked electric. I know they haven't even electric. looked back at Zion. They, yeah, I know. But we need Lamelo to get in the starting lineup all the time. Like, I think let he, that dude, let that dude know. They need to give him the keys. Give him the keys of the Ferrari that he is. Just let him ride. Um, Just hard. Terry hoops. Terry does hoop, but he's also an experienced guy coming off the bench as like a guard that can put up 20. He did That's what he did in Boston to get this yeah. contract. Um, but LaMelo's different, bro. He's like baby magic. He's like a – he he looks like a young Gee, Magic Johnson because he's so uni- big. He's like a unicorn. Yeah, he's a freak. Um, all right. Anything else from the NBA? I don't think so. I do love that DSJ – Dennis Smith Jr. Like this is a it's an hilarious trade. He's so bad, but Derrick Rose is the guy that he got comps to when he was coming in the Yo, league. He, it's like he extremely was, bouncy. He was like and, tough in 2K, like his like rookie year. Oh yeah, he was like a 79. You're like, this guy's not gonna be a 79 yeah. for very long. I will I have a beef with 2K, an early beef. I did an update, first update, I guess, and it is so easy for young players to be good now. Like, yeah, if you're if you can, Luca kicked down that door. Luca, yeah, Zion. I mean, Zion was bitching about his overall at the beginning of the season, but like, yeah, it's crazy. Some guys you, that you would never think are even in the '80s are locked in his '80s as rookies. Wow. It's nuts. Um, all right, you just have to earn that. Yeah, dude, it was hard to get past like seventy-five. Uh-huh. Shake my head, two guy. And yet they still have Shake on the cusp. Right, Shake Milton. Get this man into like the 80 81s. He's yeah. a bucket. He's just Come a bucket. On. I should be able to get a bucket with shaking in 2K. I don't care if he plays defense. Um, all right, let's get away from the NBA. I only have one point before we talk about the Super Bowl. The left turn league is back. Is it? It's back. It's Ugh. coming. Daytona's Ugh. this week. Ugh. It's exciting. Can't wait to talk about it and bet I and can. win money. I can wait. I'm gonna make my pick right now. Ryan Blaney winning, winning it all. The whatever it's called, the the cup, cup championship, cup NASCAR cup championship. Brian Blaney. Sounds like a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Whew. It was interesting. I don't want to say. Where should we begin? I knew it was going to happen, but I did kind of feel like this was going to happen. Let's just start from the beginning. Tom Brady. Okay. First. I know. Like the day of. I was like, ah. Oh. I know. I Everyone should. was just. See, All right. Confident. Here's another thing. So many people are like Tom Brady fans. Like people that we know, just not even like famous people in general. Like I saw so much fandom of him. Like now really? that he's not, yeah, I saw a ton. Mm, now weird. that he's not in New England, I'm just like, when did I didn't take notice of that? Other than people uh, that I are New England fans that. that claim Tom Brady as like theirs. Yeah, that's like the I saw thing that I like see. in the public, like on Twitter. But just people I know, I was like, where we literally played this man in the Super Bowl three years ago. Like, yeah, I have no beef with Tom. I, I didn't have, have beef, beef when we played him. with him in the Super Bowl. I don't have beef with him now, but like. It's incredible the things that he's done. Seven. The, the stats go on and on. Like, the, you know, we talked about he's been in 10 of 21 Super Bowls. Well, he's won seven of those. That's insane. To win 70% of – have a win percentage of seven, 70% in anything is insane. But he just handled this whole game. It was it was just his show the whole time. I mean, the defense showed up for the Buccaneers. Like, they were there. And I guess you could give them the MVP over him, like, as a whole, just for – Yeah, but I think the way he managed the game – so efficient. Like. Three touchdowns in the first quarter. And we talked about it. it's crazy. Some of the first stats that you're seeing from a guy that's been in so many Super Bowls. Like, mm-hmm. how has he never thrown a 
first quarter touchdown in the Super Bowl. Right. That's nuts. Two baby moms. I didn't know that until you there you go. Me Neglected that. news. Two baby mamas. A lot of people don't they try and realize. They, they try. try he's and I think the one that is he, the firstborn is the one that he kissed that like got a lot of uh, got a lot okay. of buzz. But it might have been the other one that had got you know the whole dick he had because like dick he's he like, a baby. They they yeah they try to hide that. Like, yeah that's not something you that he talks about. It's kind of like Blaine Wayne and his his kids. Like you don't ever hear about Dwayne's baby mama. It's like they just, I would just guess. Watch a couple of the show and talk about your parenting, Dwayne. I have, <laughs> I have some questions. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. That's another fun fact yeah, for you. Um, uh, all right. So let's talk about just, let's just go in order. The first half penalties. That was like the storyline of the first half was. Them. Yeah. I'm not going to say it made or break the game, but it definitely affected the, the start oh, and oh. the. I want to see all that crap. Oh God! We're, why do we have Kobe helicopter footage on ESPN right now? It's everywhere. Turn it off. Turn it off before I start crying. You got tissues right there. I don't even know where the remote is. Oh, Turn it off. It's yeah, off. Can't All right. That. Back to the back to the Super Bowl. So the first half penalties. Like I'm not gonna blame them for the Chiefs losing because the Chiefs had plenty of problems throughout right. this game. But you did see them affect the rest know, of the game. Both like on defenses defense. were very physical. So right. it was just like, it's like bas- it was like basketball. It was like, all right, if you're going to let them play that way, then just call it both and, ways. And the Chiefs played that physical defense all year. They're known, like you saw yeah. the jokes on Twitter and about I, them. And I think and we have talked about a couple times how we thought Tampa just like hits very hard throughout the playoffs. Yeah. So like, yeah, both teams are going to be physical. Call it both ways. Be fair. I agree. Um, it and was, I get Brady's in like his tenth Super Bowl, but like that was like noticeable. Yeah, and they weren't even like stuff that you Shout would think where he's getting hit and girl like too. Was she a line judge or something? Oh, the first ever referee, lady referee. I like that they let her wear her hair down. So it was like that is definitely a woman refereeing this game. Usually they make her tie it up and yeah. like make her not wear makeup it's and hot. stuff. It's hot. Ooh. Let that let that flow flow. Um, but yeah, so. The honey badger obviously got a little affected by that mentally. Apparently, Brady was chirping at him, so which got him heated up. But it was the honey badger versus the goat. I the think the half. game, even like going into halftime, seemed like in people's heads, it seemed a lot more, a lot closer than it was because like the Chiefs have made comebacks like this before, but like the game was really never close. And then when he did that, like I literally bet on the Chiefs and. When he did that, like put his finger in Brady's face, it was just like, oh, like you're not gonna, yeah. Like, Brady's gonna have his moment. Like you're literally not gonna beat him after doing that. You say that about uh, like them making their comebacks and stuff. And there was there was a split second in my mind during halftime when I'm think when I'm scrolling through Twitter and I'm seeing everybody just roast the Chiefs, being like, oh, guys, I'm not gonna watch this. And I thought I back to that fan in KC when they played the Texans, they made that crazy comeback that left the stadium. And I'm like, if Patrick Mahomes just goes on his phone for like two seconds, checks Twitter and sees all this, like that might be enough to make, but I think what it came down to was the offense. And I get it doesn't come down to like one play, but like, that what was it like that second drive when uh Kelsey dropped the third down? Kelsey oh. dropped one. Tyreek Hill had one where he was like triple covered, but yeah, it was in his in, hands in and he dropped zone, it. Like, yeah, like, there were I enough mean, plays in the game that you can add them up to be like they should have been more in it, even not considering the defensive penalties that they had. Like there were opportunities for them to stay in the game. And Patrick, there is nothing you bad you can say about Patrick Mahomes. Oh my god, that dude is a freak. Like, the, he ran for his life. Yeah, the stat. Did you see the? Yeah. He ran for four hundred ninety-seven yards yeah, or whatever most before any throwing the ball. Back has all year. That is insane. insane. He ran all over the place, and he's getting toe surgery. Yeah, I mean, he was obviously banged up. I know everybody likes to say he does that limp like on purpose or whatever, but he was limping different at the end of that game. Like you could tell he was hurt. He, um, he was banged up, and the offensive line was the biggest reason for it. They dominate the defensive line of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers dominated those dudes with three pass rushers all night long. Yeah. All night long. Jason Pierre Paul. He's 
he's four or he's eight and zero in his playoffs. Yeah, yeah, crazy. So I like Pat Mahomes, but I'm starting to think that his girl and his brother are ruining his likeness and making him unlikable. I saw, and I'm not the only one who feels this way. I saw I, tweets I about that. They suck, both of them. She made a tweet like all nasty, like coming at Patriot fans, like, wait till you see my Patrick in my a Patrick. couple of years. Like he's only 24. I'm pretty sure he's 25. And <laughs> you the, know your man, the brother, he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I saw like his p- pregame TikTok sucked. He I, yeah, sucks. Okay. I needed- and then he made a post game one and it literally was like him dancing, whatever. And he was, and the caption was like, proud of you, Patrick. Like, you'll be back. And I'm just like, what does this stupid fucking dance have anything? Yeah, to do? I don't get the people that dance on TikTok that like aren't actually good. Like the D'Amelios and all them, like they're actually like dancers and like they do like dance. He just like stands does the in front trendy of it and like, shit and it's just does like, like half at like, it's like six foot eight. He's so <laughs> he's tall. So Every time tall. he stands next to Patrick, I'm like, I'm shook by how tall yeah. he is. I'm like, it's like, weird. Dude, Imagine if Patrick dude, was go play Patrick fucking Mahomes basketball. Was six foot six. Go play ball somewhere, you fucking bum. <laughs> oh yeah, I agree though. I think I've never liked. It. I don't even know her name. Brittany, I think. Brittany Matthews. Brittany yeah, Matthews. Say her name. Say her name. Say her name. Brittany say Matthews. Name. Not a fan. She sucks. Uh, and Jackson also not a fan. And if you go on her Instagram, she tries to act like she's like not married. Like she tries to act like she's her own like her own fitness. She's model. like I'm a I'm a trainer. I'm a fitness trainer. Yeah. But I'm also just so, I just so happen to be married to Patrick Mahomes, though. Yeah. No, you're only a fitness trainer. You, yeah. Well, oh God, we'll, we'll get we'll get canceled for this, but whatever. Who cares? Not a fan. Um, all right. So then rolling into the halftime show, that was what we were getting at is like everybody's <laughs> Twitter. Let's talk about Twitter. <laughs> I wasn't like huge on Twitter throughout the game, to be totally honest. I was only on there during the half during halftime yeah. to like catch up on what people were saying, and it was hysterical like the complete split down the middle of the halftime show. I thought the halftime show was just like any other halftime besides it not being on the I thought field, it was good. I thought it was good. I, I saw. Cool. I, yeah. Like the weekend does a good job of making all of his music. That sounds exactly the same. Like it sounded like one giant long song, but he made, he broke it up enough that it was like, I don't know. It was yeah, like, every, I saw a tweet that was like, it's like every music, every song is a different music video. And I thought it was cool. He got all the, you know, he was a meme as soon as he went to that gold room and was like, yeah, I know. didn't even see that part. <laughs> really? Yeah. No. Well, that was like the time. I know. I know. Like, when I've seen the people were using that a meme, like the internet is so quick. I was I, smoking. I, I guess credit, I missed that part. I credit the internet for how quick they are. Like they um, were using that know, to say dude. the dancers were cool. His little yeah, it was all cool. Dancers. Like, I don't understand who, who could watch that and be like, what the heck? Like, why I why thought, would he do that? Like, well, that was, was just good. like over the top. Like, I don't know. The fact that there was a split makes no sense to me. The Super Bowl performance is like the same thing every year. It's just too much. And you spend Shakira too much money. Greatly. And yeah. Yeah. That's just saying. That's true. And but like, no, he was good. I liked it. Especially um, if you like the weekend. A lot of people like the weekend. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, But he got roasted. There was a lot of roasting of the weekend going really? on in the internet. Yeah. That's just the internet. I feel like I know, if you go viral enough. But that's what I mean. I don't understand it. what could have like, what could he have done to make the internet he be put like seven million dollars awesome. of his own money into the thing? I want to get this out on the table because I've read something about this. I knew this, but I didn't. They don't get paid to do halftime. You shows. pay to do the halftime show, and I want to know. Well, they give $7 you a million dollars. They give you a budget, and like he. No, but you literally bid to be the halftime show performer because it's the biggest stage ever. It's like paying for a venue to be to do a concert. You put a bid in. 
to be the halftime performer. Like they obviously yeah. reach out to people. Like we want the weekend. So I was listening. They were actually talking about this on a podcast. Something I listened to another podcast. This is also so you're about to learn information from a podcast through another podcast. It's like the ether. Yeah, but and they were talking about that. So yeah, so what? This is from the information I got. You don't pay, but yeah, it is. It's like a bid. But then they try. So like they tried to get Taylor Swift and Katy Perry like a couple years ago. They tried to get them to like pay for like collab. No, no, separately. Like they tried doing one, then they tried doing the other. They what? tried getting them like like yeah, like what you just said, like pay a Put million, a pay a million dollars to like do this, and like they were like, what the fuck? But yeah, so like what I learned was that you get it. They give you a budget. The budget is like clearly not enough enough and like yeah so like what like the we'll week, give you a stage the weekend apparently wood. always wanted to do the halftime show so we had a specific thing in his head and yeah it was seven million dollars surplus yeah the but, specific thing in his head i mean i guess he's just spent a lot of money on like those 50 million dancers his inspir his main inspiration has to be michael jackson it, has to be. <laughs> it only like, it doesn't make it, it i don't know much I would about love like for someone to ask him and that and then be like no Michael yeah. Jackson. No, Michael Jackson. Never heard of the guy. Who? King of Pop. That's me. <laughs> like Mark, Mark, ja Mark, Mark Jackson. No, the, yeah, the I think that's kind of obvious. It has to be. Um, all right. Did you did you like the commercials? Or you did you view any of the commercials? Um I like the Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher uh like Cheeto commercial. That was a good one. That was a good one. I have a few They're goals. I have a few hit and misses. Yeah, they are goals. I have a few hit and misses. Um, I like the uh Drake in the State Farm commercial where they were like the mm, body doubles. Yeah. That was funny. Drake Drake always hits for me. I'm, I there's he can't uh -huh. do much wrong. Um the one I I also like the Bud Light Lemon commercial, the lemonade one. Where they were like, twenty twenty is a real lemon of a year, and it's raining lemons. And he's like, "Well, you know, when life gives you lemons." But it's just, it's one of those commercials where they're just pelting people with lemons. There's a guy on the bike that gets oh, crushed with a lemon. I can remember in eighth grade, my teacher going around the classroom like, "Oh, did you watch Super Bowl last night?" Like, "What was your favorite commercial?" And I was like, "Oh, the Bud Light Platinum commercial," and because it obviously was good. Not because yeah, I not thought I was being platinum. cool for talking about beer, and she like slut shamed me for talking about beer, and I was like, I fucking hate Catholic school. Uh, that was one that missed for me though was Michelob the Michelob commercial. It had like all these athletes that I would never suspect drink either suspect drinking beer or if they were going to drink I, yeah, beer. I was, not I was lazy on the commercials. I didn't really pay attention to detail on them. That was well, like when I like went into my phone. Thanks for thanks for participating, Pat. That's, yeah. that's what we need you here for. Um, did you see I the my Cardi one. B and Kunis Wayne's and World Kutcher. Uber Eats one? I did see that. That was one. funny. Those two dudes don't age. They could. They looked exactly. Uh, that the same was the other one do, that like, I remember. Like they were like the two that I remember specifically: <laughs> the Kutcher Kunis one and the Wayne's World Cardi B two, one. Two that was good. Yeah, I like that. Um, but I'm yeah. not a big Cardi B fan, but that was a nice uh, cameo. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, the game, the second half was not much to. It, that's when Patrick Mahomes, you saw like the magic of Patrick Mahomes when he was just running around like, and throwing the ball horizontally. And it was like such face. an Andy Reid game. They were like, all right, we're going to come out. We're going to run the ball. They did run the ball. They got like some big pickups and then they just never ran again. Tyree Kill couldn't shake loose. Travis Kelsey had butter on his hands. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, they just didn't have a no line. Post game, not post game, I guess today. Tom Brady looked at his son and he said, put on chapstick. Yeah, those fucking kid. kids just go on that stage and go to Disney World to sell. Like, Every they probably year. don't even realize, like, why they go to Disney World. They're probably just like, oh, we're going to Disney World this world, Dad? He's like, maybe next year. 
Yeah, with our, our age, they're gonna look back at that and be like, yeah, that was That's pretty crazy. wild. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like anything else, dude. When you're in the moment, it's like not as big as yeah, you realize. yeah. It's a little different than as anything like a else. But, oh yeah. yeah, but as a kid, like you're <laughs> like just, going to Disney World as a kid in general is like whoa. Yeah, but you don't appreciate it until you're like this is your seventh time, and you're like, oh, I mean, my dad wins a Super Bowl every year. Yeah, like, it's what do you nuts. mean? Blows my mind. Um, Shady retired though. I was gonna, I was prepared Proud. to give the uh, we need to sign Shady as the Danny Green method, where it's like. Three times he got. He's been getting so much love the last two days, and I'm like, yeah, You're this dude it. literally was in a wheelchair the last two years. And he literally was, did not have to do anything. He literally called him pop up in the locker room, Uncle Shady. He's uh, a questionable character. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. No one's ever questioned that. Remember, he, he didn't is. leave it. He, he didn't leave tip. tips. He, he beat expo- a kid. Maybe he exposed the ending of uh, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> yeah, he's done a lot of shit. He things. is bizarre. <laughs> he is like people love him rings, in though. Philly, and I'm just like, he's got two rings though. He's got two rings though. So does fucking Matt Barnes. Hey, like, and he they can hold that above anybody that doesn't yeah, have two. Have rings. you ever heard Matt Barnes talk about it? <laughs> no, but. I can't say I really heard Shady. T- I hear people talk about Shady and like Shady's the fact that he Instagram has. posts are so funny. He's like, cut on dime, got time. That's two. true. He was, he was, he did have the cigar picks up. Yeah, and stuff no, like I just that. said Matt Barnes because Matt Barnes like is like the polar opposite to the point where it's annoying. He's like, fuck these rings. Yeah, I don't want these rings. I didn't do shit to get fuck these them. rings. I don't have them, Jones, anyway. I didn't earn that shit. It's like, all right, Matt. Speaking of rings, my favorite uh, meme that I saw was. Tom Brady with the little Uzi, <laughs> little oh, Uzi yeah, diamond in his head. Like he's running out of that fingers. was incredible. That was incredible. That was my favorite meme I saw. I can't believe um, Uzi did that. I think he's big, dude. And like the picture that he put up with the blood dripping down his head was like so. And like, then it was that confused. was probably like fresh. He yeah, it was. And he that was, was confused like, right. why people were like, "Why is your head bleeding?" He's like, "It's swollen." Like, why is that a big yeah. deal? It's like he was like, "LOL." Yeah. If I don't get this taken, like I could have died if they yeah. did this the wrong it's crazy. way. Crazy, twenty-five um, million dollars. It's crazy. There's gonna be like a movie, and it's gonna be like a bank robber movie. And it's just gonna be like getting that out of his head. Uzi <laughs> Vert's diamond out of his head. Um, I also think about it. You'd have to snatch. 25 million dollar chains to yeah. get the equivalent of one heist one, one heist or snatch 25 chains or just steal little Uzi vert and yeah he's, he's a been, small little guy yeah, he can't he be i mean him. he definitely has some backup but he's a little alien yeah. <laughs> just get a quad and just ride behind him in, in north philly um also john franklin does that name ring a bell to you Dude, yeah, I saw that. I saw that too, and I was like, yeah. "That's pretty cool, I guess." I mean, I remember hearing that he got signed to the practice squad, and I know that's like, he was there's a guy every too. year that yeah. there's a guy every year that on the practice squad. There's some story where it's like, uh-huh. "Oh, good for him," but his is pretty cool. Like, yeah, he's, no, he's a guy a that just story. stayed in Florida. He was so annoying in that oh, last so, chance. He, you. The, the most one of the most unlikable last chance you characters. Wasn't that good ever. either? But hey, I no, guess he, he was athletic even, enough. Couldn't even keep his job. You get tra- he knew he was transferring halfway through the season. Yeah, but he's a guy that just stayed in Florida and just it worked. A lot of people can't. Bro, stay he's in got Florida. that whole thing. Like it was that list of like his ACC championships, his national championship, conference USA championship. It was on like th- four different teams. He literally did nothing on all four <laughs> of, of these teams. <laughs> yeah. Like even the JUCO championship. Again, he, like well, shout out to him. He'll be able yeah. to hold that above anybody. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it was a oh, AB and Gronk. That was 
Anybody yeah. that was smart enough to throw some money on them scoring touchdowns. Yeah, the video I mean, of like Brady coming up to Gronk, like this is what we do. Gronk was like, ah, save the two touchdowns. Gronk is yeah, he's got it. He's not coming back, right? I mean, he can. I don't know. I don't, know. I, I don't count it out because honestly, like, I just don't think he's got the sixteen. Like, the, he even said it though. He was like, I saved up the touchdowns. That's for the what I'm Super saying. Like, all like, he thought was, if he block. came back, like he'll literally just be like, all right, I'm gonna play like half the season, then the playoffs. He could be like Brent Selleck though. Brent Selleck was just like kind of there all yeah, year. I mean, OJ Howard will be block. back. They like, got yeah. Cameron Bray. If he's their third string tight end, they're okay. Like it's not a bad move for him. I don't think yeah. four four Super Bowl he titles maybe. Around. He might. It is crazy he didn't score a touchdown. I got I, I gotta say that. 31 I just looked at the score of 31 to 9. It's like it is nuts. And we're gonna this is a Super Bowl no matter how bad like we said last time, no matter how bad the game turned out to be, this is we're gonna talk about this year for a long time. Because this is something that's gonna be in Patrick Mahomes' reel of like you know, when he wins four Super Bowls yeah. like after Brady beat him yeah. as an old head, like yeah. it'll be in his 30 for 30. So this is going to be something that's going to be talking like about he might have the opportunity time. to redeem himself. Oh, absolutely. And like, that's what I heard was listening to something. They were saying that, like, yeah, he's just got to, He's if he redeems himself and like evens it out, then like he can still be a good. Oh, my God. Like, absolutely. I mean, There's no but anybody out there that's saying this dude doesn't have a roles. Yeah, that's the going to be the hard part. But it's going to be like the LeBron and Jordan thing. It's just going to be like the guy following the the. Because as much as everybody calls, stats there was no shit. GOAT before Brady. There wasn't. Like, Montana was awesome, but, like, there were people up against him. Like, pe- there were the old heads were like, Johnny Unitas. Like, there was yeah. enough guys that were really, really good to make like an Terry argument. Terry Bradshaw had a exactly. little Exactly. Like, there was enough argument. guys on that ballot of goats. And it was just because Montana and Bradshaw just both had four Super Bowls. And like they, they, yeah, were and the... they, didn't, they didn't play nearly as long as Tom Brady. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be similar to the Jordan-LeBron conversation that we've dealt with our whole lives. I would say it's just starting right now of, like, is he ever going to catch up to the rings? He'll probably have more MVPs than him because his stats are going to be insane. But mm, yeah, whatever. It's going to be exciting. Like I can't said, wait. Yeah, just like different times. Silence for the end of the football season. <sighs> Beautiful year. Beautiful year. We'll be back with with plenty of things to talk about next Hopefully season. Hopefully with fans. Um, yeah, I hope to God with fans. I don't think we have anything else to talk about before we get into this interview. So let's jump right into it. We have Isaiah Brockington and Sam Sessom returning. For an interview to talk about this season, uh, it's been a up and down season for the Nittany Lions to say the least. But but uh, they literally have the toughest schedule in the country they to start, and I think the second half looks great, and we're going to talk about that. Um, yeah, I like the second half of their schedule. I looked at it; it looks hot. We'll get into that with them. So uh, have a listen. Bankroll, hold a hundo in the trap. They deliver like dominoes. No, for real, we got paper like King Cole. You a shrimp? I take your bitch and pop it off. We gon' stick to the main like Velcro. Remember back when I couldn't get an elbow? Now I got these bitches wetter than a speedboat. They were tryna book a show, but they can't pay the cool. Now in order for the see me at the bullpen fee. Walk on stage with a whole lot of water. All right, everybody, we're here with Isaiah Brockington and Sam Sessoms. Welcome back to the show, Sam. Thanks for coming out, Isaiah. We appreciate that. Uh, say hello to the people. Say what's up. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Isaiah Brockington here, number 12. Yo, best, what's up? Best basketball player from my high school yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> Representing. <laughs> All right, guys, let's jump right into this. We, uh, Sam, the first time we interviewed you, we didn't ask this, but – we like to ask all of our interviews uh, the same question just to kind of break the ice and let the people know uh, what kind of person you are. First impression. First impressions, you know, it's a big, it's a big deal. Um, so if you were unfortunately on death row and you had one meal to choose, you get one meal before they, you know, pull the plug, whatever. What's that last meal? What's that last meal going to be on that plate? You can, you can go as far out as you want or as small as you want. Just let us know. X and me or is that or both? Both, both of you guys. 
I'll probably go with um just some chicken wings and uh mac and cheese. Oh, all right, all right. That's party nice. meal. Yeah, mashed potatoes too. Oh, okay. Where, where where are your favorite wings from? You got any spot that you like? No, no spots in particular. Just like some regular neighborhood Chinese stores. Oh, all right, all right. Little corner Perfect. store I like that. Yeah. You like the spicy wings or you go barbecue? What kind of wings are you eating? No, just regular fried wings. No, regular. no sauce. Just dry. Yeah, they not dry. They not as dry as they sound though. Okay. I got you. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. They're seasoned. I understand. <laughs> what about you, Isaiah? I might go with, I might go with breakfast. Ooh, yeah. that's such a new, new, never new had one. That. Yeah. Nice little breakfast meal. So probably like French toast. Oh, let's go! I'm a French toast guy. A bunch of bacon, uh, some scrambled eggs with cheese. Uh, maybe throw a hash brown on there too. Nice. All right, I like nice. that. They're both two hearty meals. We actually have a a guest that comes on a lot to talk about the Eagles, and he. He, I believe he's a hater of French toast. He calls it egg bread. Yeah, he he was on his story the other day asking people if they like egg bread or not. And I was like, what is he talking about? And then he clarified <laughs> that he was talking about French toast, which I, I love French yeah, toast. I'm I mean, about to say French toast, if you do it right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, bro, like bro, I totally bro. understand the egg bread uh, yeah. reference, but. Yeah. I would take that over pancakes and waffles. Oh, 100%. Exactly. 100%. All right, cool, fellas. Let's get into this. I like those two answers. Um, So. You guys both, the similarity I would say you have is your transfer situation. You guys both started at at smaller schools, I would say, than Penn State and then eventually got there. Sam, we talked about your progression a little bit last time, um, but Isaiah, you had a little bit different of a situation. Sam, you went from somewhere and you were the leading scorer in your conference, and now you kind of switched it up and you're like a, in a six-man role, which is equally as important. Um, Isaiah, you were someone that didn't really get the minutes, I guess, and you transferred to Penn State. So what was that process like, I guess, um, in terms of transferring? How do you, like, put yourself out there to be like, I'm I'm still a talented player that I was in high school, you know, when you're not able to show it for a year or two at another school? Um, really, it was just, like, the flashes of, you know, of talent or whatever that I showed my freshman year. Um, you know, just, like, putting that out there to schools, you know, and just, like, showing that I had the potential to be, you know, still be a good player and everything, a productive player. Um, I feel like that was the biggest thing. And just like uh, Penn State really giving me an opportunity, uh, you know, believing in me from, you know, whatever they saw, they felt like they could work with me and, you know, help me turn into, you know, a really good piece for this team. So, you know, I'm grateful uh, to Penn State for that for the opportunity, you know, play for this team and, you know, just play in the Big Ten, really, because you're playing big-time schools every night, you know. So that's something that I dreamed about since I was a kid. So it was it was definitely, you know, just opportunity and then preparation, you know, being ready to show what I could do when the opportunity arose. Uh, do you think like that Philly pipeline definitely played a role with like Lamar and Tony Carr already being there mm-hmm. um, beforehand, Shep Garner? Yeah, definitely. Uh, that was a big thing. Like when I visited here, uh, I I had known Lamar and Tone uh, yeah. since we were kids. So like I knew that they weren't going to steer me wrong or they weren't going to tell me anything about the school that wasn't true. So. You know, everything that they were telling me about the team, about the culture, about the coaches and everything, uh, it was all positive. So it was just 
it was good to hear that from them, from people that I trusted and just, you know, coming to school and seeing how great it was. Uh, it was, it was like a no brainer for me, honestly. Um, so speaking of the Philly pipeline, um, I saw this week or last week, uh, Aaron Lemon Warren from Ryan, he just got offered from Penn State. So, like, have you been in touch with him? Like, did you play a role in, like, talking to him about Penn State? Or, like, are, do you plan on talking to him about Penn State and getting him to go there and, like, continue in that tradition? Yeah, I talked to him a few days ago, actually. Um, uh, he had hit me up on Instagram and DM me and was just saying, you know, uh, he wanted to talk to me about the school, you know, for me to let him know how it is and – just, you know, really asking, you know, like what he should know about the school and everything since yeah, he just got offered. So like with you know, COVID going on too, it's probably mm-hmm. like a whole different process of like exploring a school and getting to check it out. Cause like, there's just not as much going on. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's different. You know, I, I told him, you know, that Penn State, you know, was a great school. There was a great culture, that, but I told him, I was just honest with him about the fact that, you know, now that Chambers is, like, gone, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really know. You know, there's a lot of unanswered questions, you know. We yeah, don't definitely. know who's going to be our coach next year. So, you know, it's, it's definitely unanswered questions. And coaches have a big – play a big part in continuing a culture or changing it. So, you know, I just told them everything that I could about the school, about the campus, and about who we have here right now. But I told him, you know, the, the future uh, is uncertain. You know, nobody really knows what's going on after the season ends. So yeah, it was it was just talking to him about the school in general. Definitely. Uh, so, Sam, last time we talked to you, you were like new to the whole Penn State culture. So since we've talked to you, how do you like it? How are things going? How's class? <laughs> How's campus? What do you think of everything? Uh, now, I mean, everything's going cool. Uh, things kind of took a – a turn like Zay said when uh when Chambers uh was relieved of his duties. Yeah. And um, you know, originally I wasn't supposed to play, but then a lot of things happened. Yeah, I remember you we saying, talked to you, yeah, you weren't even gonna play. And then yeah, yeah well, I didn't want we yeah, I didn't want to play. For real, for real. I yeah, really we're, play. You were gonna come out here and be a bucket, but you've really embraced <laughs> the the six man role. Like you're arguably the big ten six man of the year. So like what's what do you think the hardest part about that's been since you obviously didn't expect to play? Now you're in a different role than you were prior colleges, college. I mean, it's cool. It's like I just got out there and do what uh, the coaches asked me to do, and um, I'm supportive of my teammates. You know, I really don't care as long as we win. I don't care. We're, I don't care if I ain't play at all. You know what I mean? But as long as we, uh, you know, winning, then you know I'm happy with that. You know. But as far as the whole Penn State coaches, uh, everything's going how I thought it was. It's just different. Everything's different this year. It's like a lot of things like we just can't explain. Even though I wasn't here for the previous years, I feel like this year is a lot different than other years just because, like, uh, you can just hear it and feel it when dudes talk about Chambers and the impact he had on the program. Yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't here to speak about the difference it is, but I would imagine it's still different. And even now, you know, we be going through a lot of things uh, as a team, you know, uh, with the coaches, just a lot of things going on. It's just um, – it's just a weird, real weird year. So all we're trying to do now is, you know, just win as many games as possible, get through the year, and right. just see what will happen. Let's talk about that. I was going to ask, like, you obviously this year hasn't gone as expected. Like you said, you guys aren't the most winning team in the Big Ten, but you still are there, and, like, you're still in the hunt for it kind of. Like, you can be that spoiler team where yeah. if you 
I mean, you obviously are coming off a rough loss against Michigan State. That could have started it last night. But you guys have been in most of your games throughout the season. What's it what's what's it going to take for you guys to be that spoiler team to kind of ruin these other teams that are winning a lot in the Big Ten? Um, I feel like uh, it'll start. It's just, you know, it's just fixing all of the things that we can control. So yeah. in the Big Ten, it's really – it's like – a one possession game, most games, you know, so every, every possession, you know, a big a possession in the beginning of the game could have an impact on what happens, you know, at the end. So it's just being mindful of that. And then, you know, going out there, sticking to the game plan and just getting better every, every single day after every game, watching film and figuring out what we can change, what we did wrong and how to fix it for the next game. Yeah, so I feel like even as a fan, it's been, like, different for us this year because, like, especially with college football and college basketball, fans and tailgating, like, play such a big role. And, like, my last two years up at State College, like, I lived with, like, Kyle Murphy and, like, Kyle Kane's brother, Jim. And, like, we went to – we were bigger supporters of the basketball team than we were the football team. Like, we loved going to those games on the weekdays, yo. Like, that shit was banging. Like, I remember my personal favorite game last year was – I think it might be one of your favorite games in the Penn State uniform, Isaiah. It was that <laughs> Iowa game at the Palestra. That that yo, that was the yeah. one of the best sporting environments I've ever been around in my entire life. Like it like popped yeah. up on my Snapchat stories like a couple weeks ago. Like it was like one year since then. And I was like, damn, like this is crazy. Like one year ago, we everyone was on top of each other in the palestra screaming. <laughs> like that game was crazy. And that Iowa yeah, team is yeah. like that they, they had the same starting five last year with like Luca Garza and them guys. And that mm-hmm. game was crazy. And you snapped and like obviously played in the palestra in high school and stuff. So like I thought that was really cool for you to do that in front of all of us. Like that was awesome. Um definitely. so yeah, what's it like? Like it sucks for us not having fans, but it definitely affects you guys not playing in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, I feel like it just uh, – it's definitely different not having people there. Uh, just Even not, on the road. Yeah, feeling – like not feeling that energy, whether, you know, they're supporting you or they're against you. Just the energy of having fans in the building is definitely different. Um, but as far as playing, like, in the middle of the game, I feel like uh, Sam could, like, talk about this, too. Like, just the fact that when we're at home, we have – they just had the artificial crowd sound uh-huh. playing. <laughs> it actually wasn't as bad as I it's thought. All right, it it's not because, as bad as you would have thought. Yeah, because when you're out there playing, you're not really worried about the fans. Like, if somebody hits yeah, a shot yeah, and you're hearing noise, you know, it's it's not too bad, but different. But that Palestra game, that, that's definitely – that's up there, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. one of your favorite games ever? For sure. It's, right. it, I just was glad to get a win in the Palestra. I was winning like, Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I hope you just can, like, when things go back to normal, I hope you can get, like, one more game in there as a Penn State guy. Me too. What about you, Sam? Do you think the, the crowd affects – I feel like you're a guy that's a bucket getter. You like to get the people going, like, make a crazy layup when you go into the lane. Like, what's, what's it like for, you know – just getting yourself juiced, I feel like, is even kind of tough. I yeah, mean, not I having – like, not having your family, too, at a game, stuff like that, family, friends. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's definitely been tough. But, like they said, like, once you're in the game, you locked in. Like, yeah, that's you, – You feed off it, you know, but once we, like – once you, like, in between those lines and you get – you in the game, you jump in the ball, you getting subbed, then it's like 
you ain't really like you don't really care who out there because like it's right. still like the same intensity you bring to the court like you're still playing hard so like know, if you but, guys I won mean, that game last night on a three the energy would have been kind of weird even though it was we were on the road mm-hmm. right it would have been yeah. so, it would have been so weird <laughs> it would have yeah. just been like yeah. yeah all you would have been able to hear is you guys <laughs> like yeah i feel like a yeah, situation like that you like, notice it yeah no the crowd definitely brings another level of energy but like we like if it, like if, if Mars would hit that three last night it would have been like we would have been lit like yeah, yeah. yeah. we would have like because like in moments like that as an athlete like you first thing you feel is your teammates and right. everybody happy for each other. The crowd is just a blur around you. Yeah. Yeah, the crowd. Then you realize the crowd afterwards, and it's like, yo, this shit is crazy. Right. When, when you realize the crowd. But like I said, the crowd is just like – I feel like the crowd is just like an extra, you know, it's just a plus. But, Bonus, yeah. Yeah, but once you're in between the lines, I feel like that's all the energy we really need. So let's talk about in between the lines. Obviously, you guys aren't uh, big men, but I would say Penn State out of – in terms of the rest of the Big Ten, you guys are not like a prototypical Big Ten team. You guys have the shooting, but you are you don't really have, like, that intimidating big man in the center. How do you hey, guys simulate – John Harar is a beast. Okay, no no hate, no hate. But I'm saying, how do you guys simulate a guy like Luca Garza or Kofi Cockburn? We say Cockburn on the show. We don't yeah. – we don't yeah. Spell Cockburn. Yeah, because it is, exactly. It literally is. So how do you guys simulate that in a practice, even though you're not big men? Like, is that something that you have to think about a lot? Um, it's, it's something that we just kind of adjusted to as the, like going into the season. And then once games started and everything, we knew that we weren't going to be the biggest team out there and we weren't going to have the most intimidating, uh, you know, guys like down there, but, you know, we just, you know, forget about it. We just kind of know that that just makes us have to play that much harder. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys kind of make everybody play up to your speed too, which I think is yeah. like your counter. Mm-hmm. So our biggest thing is like speeding people up and just pressuring people, like forcing turnovers and stuff like that. So like I feel like, yeah, we just we just get it done a different way, honestly. Um, Sam, so coming from the American East Conference to the Big Ten like nothing to do with COVID or the crowd or anything, just strictly like ball. What would you say is like the biggest difference is like this. Would you say the speed of the game is up a little bit or just guys are bigger, faster, stronger, or not big, that big of a difference. What would you say you notice out there is like, you're like, Oh shit. All right. I'm in like the best conference in division one basketball right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely a difference. Like the players are, uh, are better, you know, but, I don't know the big, the biggest thing that I realized that is just like like the other teams I don't really worry too much about them. I just know like my teammates are like a lot better than they was at Binghamton. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you can see like you can see and feel it. But as far as the other like guards and bigs, the bigs are the biggest difference. The guards we play against, they just regular. Okay. But yeah, in my opinion, sense. like because I I was I feel like I was already better than a lot of the guards at the level I was at, and like when I got here, it just put me at like the same level it's not like they well, yeah, still where you should have been the whole time you know what i mean so it's like the only difference i see is the bigs like like guards guards on lower levels that can play up but bigs can't do that transition because like the bigs are like six six at my at the level i came from six seven yeah so it's like the but as far as the guards i mean they're definitely taller faster and stronger but you know i feel like it's a way to adjust but i would say the biggest difference is like going against like the kofis and lukers and all of yeah them. It's just the bigs. That's it. Yeah, they're big opinion. boys for sure. Yeah. Um, 
What did you want to talk Another about? team I wanted to bring up is uh, Wisconsin. When you guys play Wisconsin, do you notice that they're like so much older than everybody else? That team is full of yeah, like have 24 got, and 25 like, year old. They have a bunch men. of 24 year olds on their team. Do you know starting that? lineup? Yeah, yeah, they're old. They're older than us. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, we wouldn't. We we can't. When you're out there playing, you don't really notice that they're older, but you definitely do notice their their discipline. Yeah, yeah. Which, they play so know, much usually, slower. They they pass yeah. the ball so much more efficiently. It's just it, you can mm-hmm. tell it's like a it's like a bunch of dudes that show up at LA Fitness and play together like every weekend. You just know yeah. that team when you show up. Mm-hmm. And like they don't really, you know, they just stick to their game plan. They don't really get rattled or anything. They don't make too many mistakes. Um, so it's it's definitely, yeah, you could definitely tell that they're different. You know, you don't really think about it in the when we're playing like. Oh, this is just an older team. Yeah, this is old. They <laughs> definitely after play like knees. older guys, for sure. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. All right, what do you think your best off-the-court attribute is, not basketball? What's your best off-the-court attribute, both of you? This is a job interview now. A little bit. I don't know. You can oh, dance yeah, a little great. bit. Hey, I'm good at defense. <laughs> hey, can you attest to that? Like, yeah, he can, he can dance a little bit. He's got okay. bad taste in music, but he can dance. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, right? All right, all right. What about you, Sam? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't dance. So. I don't dance. I mean, I don't. I'm you got to have some dance. sort of special skill. I feel like all athletes yeah. that are like, that's your thing that you're an athlete. Like, right. you have who's, to have something. Oh, no, oh, no, who's like super rap. good at tech decking or something? <laughs> I know. I know how to rap a little bit. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We won't Just pressure you to bit. do a freestyle, yeah. but that's good no. to know. That's good to know. We might tell you to prep something for your third interview. I have a question. (laughs) Who's the best at 2K on the team? Uh, we don't really like. Yeah, we don't hang out as a team that much. Oh, are you like not? Are you guys like not allowed to hang out? Are you just you all just surprised not to like not to really hang around each other much? But like guys, like I don't know. Like it's just like when you're living in. Like, everybody's living in, like, different, like, places. Uh-huh. But, like, there's nothing that's, like, usually collectively going on anymore. Yeah, so, like, like, can you just go to the bar? Like, have you used, to happen, yeah, have like, you been to like, Champs or, like, the Den or anything? No. No? <laughs> the Den's been open, but no, we haven't been to Bro. Champs. Yeah, Funny like, thing, I remember... Dude, the den used to like and well, any mm-hmm. but they used to blow up after like especially like a big basketball win on like a den Tuesday or something. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that hurts me to like know you guys don't even get to experience yeah. it. Sam don't even know. Sam is no so, idea. Yeah. Sam's like, this is irrelevant to me. It's a shame. <laughs> yeah. The no, crazy thing is the last time I was at Champs, uh it was like the day before coach got let go. Yeah, Man, it was a uh, he called out for us. Yeah, he had not. Yeah, he had called a, cu- a couple of us there and was like, you know, just talking to us about how good we were going to be this season and everything. But he was saying like, "You guys, yeah, like, yeah." Like, why are you saying you up. guys? Like, no, like we. What you mean? But yeah, have you just kept in touch with him at all throughout the season? Do you, you still talk to him and stuff? Yeah, uh, personally, I I still text him cool. and stuff. You know, after a big win or whatever, he'll text me. Or he'll just, you know, tell me keep my head up after a tough loss and stuff like that. You guys, uh, you got you still in touch with like Lamar now that he's in the NBA or Hollywood and stuff? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's banging. Yeah, um, 
what do they want to talk? So now that you guys, so like the season's going on, do you guys follow like basketball while the season's going on? Do you watch NBA games still? Do you follow other college conferences or you guys kind of like, I remember Sam telling us you, you don't really have like affiliation with a team, right? You don't really like have a team that you care that much about. And like, as far as college or professional sports. Yeah. No, not really. Yeah. I remember you saying that. I thought that was interesting. What about you? What about you, Isaiah? Uh, the NBA, honestly. Like you've been watching the Sixers really like, at all? I don't really like to watch the NBA uh, during, like, not during the regular season, just because it makes me mad how, like, <laughs> slow they are and, like, they yeah. don't play defense. Any and defense. It's just, like, I was like, who, like, these are a bunch of people who like dads and stuff. Or, like, <laughs> like these LA dudes like, old and they just getting, like, they just getting paid. Like, I'm like, they just out there. They trying to win. That's why I always love college basketball. You exactly eat the hell up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be honest though. Like this, it's like we had like the time of the year where it's like, as far as even a question where y'all say like y'all like who the best at 2K. It's like we had the time of the year as far as our college basketball, as far as college basketball players, where it's like lock in practice. Like no, we just want to go home and go to sleep and (laughs) yeah, like nobody got time to. Like nobody got time to like, oh, this game about to come on. Like nobody got yeah. time to like, hey, Jose, pull us. We gonna play two K. It's like I'm staying mm-hmm. in my crib. It's probably it's like nice. It's like it's we prob- get around our teammates so much, so it's like we want to get away from them, little kids. Right, yeah, you know what I mean, and not in a negative way. Just like you need your own space, and like yeah, in, your, in your own space, you don't you don't try to occupy it with other things. You try to just relax. You know what I mean? So that's why I don't watch other stuff. I just be burnt. Yeah, it's got to be kind of nice, like, even after a big win, just not having to go and, like, I mean, obviously a party's fun, but, like, like being able to just go home and be like, that felt good. I'm going to go to sleep and wake up and drink a Gatorade and go to practice in the morning. Like, it must be nice to just kind of enjoy that by yourself once in a while. Yeah, especially at Penn State where, like, it's an expectation to, like, like, be out there and be part of the scene. With this COVID, with all this, like, corona stuff going on, it's like, and like schools online, like we don't have no in-person classes. So it's like to me, I don't know about Zay, but this I told uh Zay, I told Caleb this other day at the telly. I was like, this just felt like a long ass AAU trip this whole year. Like <laughs> you just it's legit like the same thing every single day. So over and, and over like, again. How how are how are classes? It's like it's I mean, like, dude, I just graduated, just got my Penn State degree finally. Humble and graduate. uh yeah, and Dude, like those last two semesters online were terrible. Like, just I'm sure you guys have like academic advisors and stuff like pushing you to do yeah. so. But like, as just a normal student, it was like such a struggle to like not be physically in class care. and like have to care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you guys Definitely. majoring in? Let's do that. Let's do, do that Let's question. Do that talk. <laughs> I'm in labor and employment relations. Uh, word. Is that the business school? Uh, no, it because transfers can't get into the business school, so All I right. picked something that was like close enough, very similar. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. Sam, what I'm about in, you? Uh, I'm in RHS, okay, rehabilitation human services. Oh, word, nice, okay, nice. I like that. All right, I like yeah, that. I did like the business side of healthcare, so that's kind of similar. Hmm. You mentioned not to get back on topic, but you mentioned AAU. I bet AAU, uh, gyms and like 
you know, gyms that are usually just overloaded uh-huh. with people are probably so weird right now. I feel bad for high school kids who just like oh. don't get to play their senior year. My dad was watching our yeah. local high school team live stream the other day, and I was like, that seems like the worst thing ever. Yeah. I couldn't believe he was putting himself through that. Like, it must be terrible for even like right, people like, that have to be like, I'm running the clock. Isaiah, your <laughs> senior year was like, in, was an, like even your junior and senior year were both awesome runs. Like, you probably mm-hmm. wouldn't trade that shit for anything. Like, no, even like I didn't high school. Yeah. That, who y'all lose to again? Uh, in the playoffs, we, in the final four, my senior year, we lost to Wood. And then we went to States, got to the final four, and, and then Did lost to Did you play to, Lonnie uh, Walker in the Yeah, state? Redding. Yeah. We lost to Lonnie in them. Yo, what was his hair like in high school? I think it was – was it crazy? Was it crazy yet? Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> hey, yo, I got a question. Was, yo, how did – so the kid y'all mentioned, Aaron from uh, y'all, your old school – Mm-hmm. He got a, he got an offer from Penn State, but like, who gave him the offer though? Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I saw. Yeah. <laughs> they just said he got one. No, nah, bro, because like, I seen it. I seen it on Twitter. And I'm like, who the hell gave him an offer? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. who recruiting you, bro? Because like, mm. we don't know what's gonna happen next year. It was just weird for me. That's why I. Ain't. I'm yeah, like, it's too funny. He's nice though. I've heard good things about him. Like the last mm-hmm. like the last three years, like since he's been at Ryan. Yeah, yeah I, I heard good Zig, Zig knows what he's doing over there. For sure. He does. Ever since Bernie left, he's really, like, taking that next step. Mm-hmm. Definitely changed All right, the, Sam, changed what's your, the tone what's over your, there. What's your best off-the-court attribute, Sam? I got to know. My man says oh, he's a good dancer. You, like, knit or something? No, nah, I know how to rap a little bit. Oh, fuck. I oh, yeah, you said you how to rap. Yeah. You, you said that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was stuck on it. All right, fellas. You, yeah, you seem like you got somewhere to go. You got class coming up? No, I got to go. <laughs> get this food from our oh, all right, all right. that's fair enough well uh this has been a lot of fun you got yeah. any more questions no for it, was, it was been awesome appreciate you guys coming back on let's uh let's finish this season strong be the spoiler of the big 10 and uh, sure. fuck that get to the tournament i mean yeah get to the tournament yes that's, sir become a bubble team i right, just went out and get to the tournament for sure <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, what I'm, that's what i'm pulling for that's Listen, the goal I'm, man i'm a temple owl basketball supporter and that shit's not fun anyway so <laughs> I, i'll pull for you guys too it's not even a basketball rivalry so there's no <laughs> trying to play that card appreciate it bro <laughs> all, right, all right guys fellas, thanks for coming yeah, on appreciate thanks. it a lot good luck with everything thanks for having all right us. yeah i'll be rooting for you yes, all right thank you see you i right, hope you enjoyed that interview with isaiah brockington and sam sesums uh that's all we got for today but make sure you tune in on next episode i'm not even gonna say a day because that would put pressure on us um to tune into our valentine's day episode Ooh. we're gonna get smooth and silky and other mm-hmm. words that sound good when you say it in this Fun voice sex. chocolate hershey kisses we're gonna get a we're gonna have a love a love phone sex yeah exactly FaceTime we're gonna sex. talk like this for an entire episode but we're gonna have sean gardini on for a he's a comedian on for a little uh mm-hmm. love love segment with the comedian that'll be fun it'll be a good time so uh make sure you come back and subscribe always always subscribe Every time you can just unsubscribe and then resubscribe and that helps too. See you next time. Peace out.
Would you twerking with